I'm just sitting in the studio to try to make a podcast. Howdy, neighbors. Welcome to the Crapshoot Podcast, the show about anything and everything. We're two guys you don't care about. Talk about shit you don't care about. I'm guy number one, Sean. I'm guy number two, Ummer. And I know you're asking yourself, why should I listen, guy number two? I'll tell you why. I don't know. We've debated at great length what our first topic should be. And we decided that we should start with the absolute worst possible topic we could have and just throw you straight into the deep end and jump the shark at the very beginning. And Umar, I have a question. How many eight-year-olds do you think you could take in a fight? Now, I just want to clarify for our listeners at home. When you say take in a fight, this is, I'm picturing a self-defense. You're being rushed by X amount of eight-year-olds. Is that what you're thinking too? Correct. I am picturing a horde of eight-year-olds. A horde. I like that. Not a gaggle. Not a gaggle, mm. a horde. That's it is good. like zombies. They are rabid. They are trying to kill you. You need to defend yourself. How well do you think you can defend yourself against a horde of eight-year-olds? Amazingly. Eight-year-olds Amazingly. are stupid. They have no coordination. They have no ability to tactics. Uh, I think I can really do a great job defending myself from these eight-year-olds who just want to bring me down. Now, I will say with a little bit of a stipulation, the moment they realize biting is an option... This fight's going to get a lot tougher because honestly, eight-year-old punches don't hurt. I have eight-year-old nieces and nephews. It doesn't hurt. They're really trying. But bites, that really hurts. And then they got baby teeth too. You know, you're going to have baby teeth left in your shins. That's a, now you got infections. I think the baby teeth are a major negative. I think they lose their teeth. No teeth, no bite. They're done. They're one shot. They're like bees. They're like bees. They ain't got no reload. They bite you, one punch, they're done. Most likely. Most likely. Okay, so riddle me this, Dickler. <laughs> Give me a number from one to infinity. How many eight-year-olds do you think you could successfully defend yourself against? I legitimately and wholeheartedly believe that I can fight as many eight-year-olds until I reach exhaustion. And that depends on what kind of cardio shape I'm in at the time. Uh-huh. How much I'm conserving myself. Once I figure out the optimum amount, to just one punch it and get them down as quick as possible so that way they're incapacitated and not coming at me anymore but not overexerting cuz I got a horde of them. Okay, let's let's break it down. I want to I want to establish some of the parameters here. So, let's say you're in a basketball sized arena. Basketball court sized arena, right? You are starting in the center, half court, whatever you want to call it. How are these eight-year-olds going to be approaching? Is it going to be one at a time? Is it going to be circular waves? Is it going to be double-sided waves? Is it going to be a semi-circle where they're coming at you where you have your back open? I need you to establish that for me. I'm picturing it not quite like a wave, not like a, a World War Z where they're like a giant conglomerate mass that inhales everything, mm-hmm. but where it's kind of steady, not the classic old-school kung fu movie where it's one at a time, let's just punch them and kick them to the wayside. It's going to be a couple here and there, a couple rapid succession, couple rapid succession, couple rapid succession, but not a just wave blowing over me. And I feel like that's a manageable pace. That's okay. what I'm envisioning. I agree with that. That, that makes a lot of sense to me. Um, now, I have to ask, okay, so these eight-year-olds you said are trying to, are they really, really going for you? Oh, they're going for you. Are they, are they sugar-lusted? Are they lust for your blood, basically? Like, are they, are they going to have any idea to work together do you think or do you think they're just going to be like they see you and they see red i think maybe each of them has a different narrative 
Some of them are sugar-lusted, and they think that we are sugar. Some of them think we have cooties, and they need to rid the world of cooties. It changes, it changes the amount of intensity that each one has. I don't want it to be perfectly even for each eight-year-old, because they're not all the same. There's going to be, like, some boss battles where they're coming in, and they're, they're, the, they're the one that's, like, five foot five and eight years old. Boss battles? Boss battles, you know. You make it through a couple waves, and, and then the big one comes out. Is it like the witch from Left 4 Dead? Exactly. Oh. Actually, nah. It's more it's more like Bloodborne, where you're just trying to fight to survive against a bunch of different monsters that are coming after you, and then you come up and you're like, I made it. It's time to take on the boss. And then... And then you die immediately. And then you die immediately. Is there... You've, you learn their, their attack patterns. There's a strategy to it. I'm going to pose a question for you. Do you believe there is... Any eight-year-old in the world you can't take in a fight. Any single eight-year-old. Do you think there's one out there? Because for our listeners at home who don't see what I'm seeing, Sean's bicep is roughly the size of Idaho, I think, is the state that I would use for that. Just the thickness of that. You picked the one state that's long and skinny, thanks. Uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that the other day. I had a talk with our friend Andrew about what is... He and his brother used to have a conversation of what is the age in which someone at the peak of that age group would beat you in a fight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I don't think it's eight. What do you think it is? I think it's probably in the nine to ten range. Yeah, because Where you get some of the really early blooming puberty kids that just fucking crush it in the first half of puberty. Coupled with like, you know, they grow up fighting or whatever, exactly. or boxing so or doing martial arts. Yep. I'm going to say, I'm going to say right off the bat, there, is, there are 11 year olds out there who could kick the shit out of me. I'll yeah. say that. I'm proud of that. I'm not proud of that. I'll but own I'm, it. I'll own it. I'll own it. I have zero fighting experience. So I know that I'm not a fighter, but I know in a horde with a bunch of eight year olds, brute strength wins. I've watched enough Princess Bride. <laughs> Great movie. Great movie. Uh, special shout out to Andre the Giant for being a person. Uh, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yeah. Let's have a moment of silence for our listeners. Disclaimer, this is where the podcast goes off the rails and actually kind of gets a little funny, but it's also completely stupid. So, good luck. All right. All right. Back and to we're the back. Podcast. <laughs> so, Sean, what's been going on in your life? You watch any good TV recently? Actually, I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Second disclaimer, Amr is a bozo and forgot that Andre Brower did not go to UCSD. He went to Stanford. Hey, fuck you. Brooklyn Nine-Nine is amazing. So oh, my God. Great. And shout out, Andre Brower is a UCSD alum. Shout out. Shout, shout out, out UCSD alums. Shout out to Andre Brower, Captain Holt, UCSD alum. Second or first greatest alum this school has produced, either tied with or directly behind Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Mike Judge. Creator of Beavis and Butthead, King of the Hill, Silicon Valley, and Office Space. I think that Holt, because I don't know the actor's name, uh, I don't think he's number two. Number number two is hands down James Avery. Who's James Avery? Uncle Phil, my dude. Oh, shit. Yeah, we have James Avery. Counterpoint, number two, Evelyn Lynn. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, who's that? I have no clue who that is. I don't know. I just see her on all the I've never pages. seen her on any website that starts with P and ends with hub. What we, about... We have uh, school spirit. What about GoPro guy? Go. That's a guy. Okay, a you know person. what? No, 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 no. Was he the engineer that made 
GoPro, or was he just a Steve Jobs that took engineers' works and made it profitable? Yeah, well, here's the thing about engineers. We're fucking dumb, and we're not good at ideas. So you No, that's all you're good for. You're, you're good at ideas. You're not good at business. Yeah, and you And know communicating, what? and hey, being relatable. I... I don't know why I picked you for the podcast. Hey, I am relatable. I... I... I, uh, <laughs> I have... Things that people resonate with, like my pants. Everyone wears pants. Lots of people wear pants. I wear pants. You wear pants. He, she, we, we wear, wear pants. pants. Pantsology, the study of pants. Pantsing. Pantsing. You know, fun fact, when I was in elementary school, my two older brothers bought a domain name. Uh, and they made a website for wedgies. We made a wedgie website. It was a wedgie highlight website, and we Ooh. thought there was enough content on the internet for us to have an ever-revolving, oh close like a, a revolving door of wedgie-related videos and pictures. And you know what? We we didn't we did not have the money to, for the overhead. I know it's cheap to have a website, but we didn't have enough, so that shut down pretty quick. I would love to go back in time and re-experience the mid two thousands internet. Oh, it was the with Wild what, West. With what age I am now? Like, it would be so much more fun. Now everything's all crisp and clean, and you can do everything. We're, we're making a podcast for free right now. Yeah, and back then, you had, you know... You had to be on radio. Radio, Dancing Baby was, like, the only meme. Yeah. You had to spend hours fucking cutting film together to get a job on air on radio. And now two fucking idiots can just nag their friends to go let them into a utility room to use a microphone. That is one stance. I miss the internet, you know? It's, it it's it's just too many normies. I just it's gone. Now when I wake up, I read a book like some fucking stupid book reading nerd. I you read a book? No, okay. I'm lying. You know, like oh. a liar. Oh, you're doing some hyperbole. Hyperbole. Yeah, we'll keep that in. Even the part about me saying I'm lying, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I love cardigans, man. Cardigans. Love cardigans. Why, why do you They're love cardigans? Nice. They're so versatile. And that's all I'm going to say on that. That's all you're going to say about that? Yes. Okay. I have nothing to go off with cardigans. That was a fucking terrible setup. Sorry. I'm going to leave all of that dead space. That is three seconds. No, that's five seconds. Five seconds of dead space <laughs> staying in. The problem is we're going to cut out all of the funny stuff that happened. <laughs> And you're just going to be left with a skeleton of garbage.